this is the queer world podcast thank you so much for listening my name is logan i'm the host and the creator of the podcast uh, i'm just a gay man from london who came up with this idea for the podcast about a year ago uh, i've been working in a corporate job for a really long time and for the last few years of that i've been saving up money uh, to go traveling and um, at some point I decided during my travels that uh, I try and meet people from our beautiful queer community in the places that I visited, or at least all the places I was able to. Uh, I'm interested in seeing how our community celebrate their identities and challenge the status quo where they live. Our community is so diverse and creative and our identities are influenced differently everywhere, dependent on a million different things our sexuality and gender for one, but also our race, our cultural heritage, our religious and socio-economic backgrounds. All of these elements of who we are, I think influence how we live in this world as queer people. Uh, but at the same time, I do think we have one thing in common, and that is the wish to live freely and equally and in harmony with others, not at odds with others. Our fight is obviously ongoing for this globally, and sometimes it can feel like it's getting worse every day but i'm hoping that i can share some stories with you around this that will inspire us all to keep going because there are small revolutions every day and that's kind of a mantra i keep in my head all the time um because sometimes living in this world as queer people can feel a little bit tough and like things are going backwards, but there are people everywhere in the world saying no and fighting back, whether that is through activism or art or just celebrating yourself and your community, we are still marching on. So our journey begins in Latin America. I started my journey in Brazil and I hope we get to travel even further in the future. So, welcome to the Queer World Podcast. Hey, hey, I uh, hope uh, you are doing well. I'm doing good. And <laughs> uh, this week's episode is brought to us from back in November 2022 when I was in Buenos Aires in Argentina. It was the week running up to Pride and so it was a lively time to be there and I have to say it was actually I think the best Pride I've ever been to. I highly recommend it if you can ever go. Uh, all the Prides I've been to previously involved you know like finding a spot somewhere on the side of the parade route and watching and waving as the floats and stuff go Bye. But in Buenos Aires, it's very different. Everyone marches through the city together alongside all of the floats. And so, you know, you pick a float that is either a cause you support or a maybe a business that you support. And, um, you know, or actually, you know, just the one playing your favorite music. Um, that's what we did. And then you march from start to finish together. Um, this was crazy. There there are something like 800,000 people that go to it every single year. And you're all parading through the city together. And it was just like so exciting, so much fun. The energy was so high. And you had people dancing on top of the monuments, on top of bus stops, wheelie bins, like all the way through. There was some spectacle to look at. And you're just having a great time with everybody that's there as well. It was, yeah, unforgettable. I highly recommend it. I went with uh, three of my friends that I actually met through um, the Mr. B&B that I stayed at. Uh, so for anybody that doesn't know, Mr. B&B is a, it's kind of like Airbnb, but it's for, um, I'm going to say LGBT, but I don't know if it's supposed to be more aimed at gay men. I hope it's kind of branched out more since it's since its early days. Um, but anyways, I stayed with a couple called Gaston and Guillermo. Uh, Gaston's from Argentina and Guillermo is Brazilian. And uh, their friend Sara joined us as well. So the four of us went down together and I had such a good time. Thank you, Gaston, Guillermo and Sara for letting me spend the day with you. 
um, and the whole weekend. It was amazing. Anyways, um, aside from all of that, uh, the same week I met up with two volunteers from a group called La Fulana. They are a rights campaigning and a social meetup group for bi and lesbian women. And um, yeah, they've been running for something like 20 years and they've been involved in loads of campaigns to gain rights for queer people in Argentina. And I think a lot of their work will be some of the reason that Argentina now has some of the most progressive human rights for queer people in the world. Um, yeah. And La, La Filana also serve as a safe space for queer women to meet up, to bond, celebrate their identities. And you know, that's what I'm here for. So yeah, I met Lana and Claudia at the La Fulana Center. Um, and really you wouldn't notice it from outside if it weren't for the little sign above it. It looks like a kind of closed shop front, but it's actually inconspicuous because the center also serves as a space for women seeking refuge from domestic violence. So, you know, it requires discre discretion for their safety. Um, so Lana and Claudia invited me to meet them and they showed me around. It's just a, just a small sort of office space, had a small reception and a few uh, meeting rooms. And then through the door on the left-hand side, when I came in, there's a large communal space. It's kind of kind of looks like a sort of staff room in a sense. They've got some bench seating, um, and it was full at the time of Pride paraphernalia because obviously it was the week of Pride, and the whole Lafulana team had been getting ready for the march. They had a float that they were all going to be marching on. Um, and then at the back of the room, there was a little garden and they had a perilla in there, which is like a barbecue. Every single home you go to in Argentina will have a perilla. They love meat. And that is one of the main ways Argentinian people get together. Might be a bit of a cliche, but I'm sorry, guys, it's true. They were everywhere. Um, yes. Yeah, so after they showed me around, we took a seat together uh, in one of the office meeting rooms and we had a chat about La Fulana and all things around queer life in Argentina as well, actually. But uh, I won't go on. I will just let you listen. I hope you enjoy. Um, so thank you, thank you. For, for seeing me. Um, it's really, really nice to uh, to be able to meet people in the city that are working within the community. Thank you. Um, so La Fulana is an organisation that's been around, is it since 1998? Yes, for 24 years. 24 uh, years. Yes, it was born in September uh, 1998. Um, <clears throat> The goal uh, of La Fulana at mm -hmm. first was to uh, be a center uh, for women mm -hmm. uh, who were kicked out of their homes because they were lesbians or a place to to gather because they couldn't, you know, say that they were lesbians, right? Mm -hmm. En el principio era como un centro comunitario porque no se echaban de, de los hogares y entonces era un lugar de seguro. It was a safe place for, for women who were kicked out of their homes. So, yeah. yes. That's great. And Lana, how long have you been with? Uh, since 2019. 2019. So, three years. Yes. That's great. And it was just so shortly before the pandemic. Yes. <laughs> so, that, that will have changed how you work things as well, I guess. Yes, but we had uh, Zoom meetings. So, it was nice, but many women couldn't uh, be online because they shared homes with families and some of them didn't take well that, you know, Mm -hmm. their, sexu their sexuality or their sexual orientation yeah uh so well some of them couldn't be online uh so that's, that's really difficult that's uh you must have felt a little bit helpless for them was there was it a long time before you were able to safely meet in person again so that you could kind of see them face to face again uh, we came back uh, last year in 2021 like uh, 
I think it was like August. Uh, we went online for a very long time because yeah. they weren't safe. And well, some of them were tired of going online because they had to work online or do stuff online. So yeah. they needed like that that face to face thing, you know. Yeah. Um. But well, not many women were able to to come afterwards, uh, even though they needed that uh, that space. But yeah, they come here and then they talk. Uh, they feel safe and uncomfortable. Yeah, which is great. It's it's very important. And would you would you say obviously you've only been with the group since two thousand and nineteen? Um, but Claudia, you have been with. The group much longer. Since two thousand one. Two thousand one. Wow, so that's like twenty years. years. That's incredible. And over the years, have you found that there has been more need for, or more people coming to you um, twenty years ago, or does it kind of go up and down, or has it always remained similar? Siempre vienen, siempre vienen chicas. Diferentes momentos, pero siempre vienen. They always mm-hmm. come in different moments, but we have women all the time here. Yeah. Yes. Some, I mean, even now we have some days we have like a small group, then we have a bigger one. So it yes. depends. Uh, I don't know. No. Lo que pasa es que en un momento era el único lugar de reunión. Entonces había una gran afluencia, pero luego hay muchos lugares y a veces vienen, a veces no. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, uh, it was like the, the only space for women, for lesbian and bisexual women. So it was um, the only place then. Yeah, yes. But now it, there are more options, but they still keep coming. Great. I mean, the the needs sometimes change, but you know, mm-hmm. some women are still you know um, discriminated mm-hmm. and uh, or they they don't feel comfortable or ready for coming out mm-hmm. so but they still come even though they don't they are not out sure and um is the the age of people quite varied or yes yeah so we have a uh, women of every you know i'm 32 you're 50 well 50 something <laughs> Who is uh, 62 years old, uh, 24 years old. So, yes, it's, you know, we have a, a large variety. Um, and even when they uh, contact us uh, through Instagram, they ask, uh, what's the age for, you know, and we say we have women of all ages. Yeah, I mean, sexuality doesn't discriminate against age. So, um, and it must be great for the women to be able to come together and meet people from different walks of life who have maybe suffered similar experiences or not necessarily suffered, but experienced similar things, but be from different places and, and be able to form those bonds. So... That's a really nice thing to be able to provide for everybody. Yes, there are women that, that come from uh, very far away from here. Like they are two hours away from here or 10 minutes away. So they, they come from different places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's it's very nice. Yeah. Uh, some of them are from another provinces. Mm-hmm. Uh, so more conservative provinces. So mm-hmm. it's a nice change for them to be here, even though discrimination is still here and you, we have to work on it but we do it together we face those things together and sometimes they come and tell us the things they go through even nowadays that you say okay it's 2022 you know uh, legal marriage is okay we have legal marriage uh, we have a la ley de identidad de género identity gender yeah. law um this is not supposed to happen, but it still happens. It still happens, So yeah. it's very interesting to to see how they come here and we can provide uh, tools for them to, you know, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. There is a, a system behind you, not only the bond we create here, but legal uh, support. Uh, yes. And that's why we have a Sim Pepayaitan, mm-hmm. which is a center for women mm-hmm. who go through uh, 
prevención, no, trabaja violencia. Oh, it works uh, violence. Um, I mean, they go through uh, violent situations, so mm -hmm. they can come here and uh, women here provide them uh, from legal and psychological and social um, support. That's fantastic. So this is the place we are in now. <laughs> yeah, so they can find everything here. They find community, but also support to help them maybe get out of their situation or or support themselves. Yes, and it's free. They, they don't have to yeah. pay for anything. Yes. So that's, that's a great uh, thing to know as well. Amazing. Yes. And, um, and um, speaking about about like the community building that you you do together is there any ways that you so you come here and you can talk to each other and connect but there are there any things that you do together to kind of celebrate or um you know um it's it's nice to be able to come and talk about uh any problems that you might be having and, and relationship issues and with family or uh work or anything but also it's nice to be able to put that aside and enjoy each other's company. Yes, uh, we have... <laughs> <laughs> we need our moments yeah. uh, alone. No, uh, we... Afterwards, we go to bars or we have dinner or we celebrate uh, La Fulana's birthday mm -hmm. uh, the, on Feb... No, on March the 7th, Is we you? have a... Día de la visibilidad. The Lesbian Visibility Day. Yeah. So we we celebrate that day as well. We do, you know, things uh, outside, like in a park or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, across from here we have a park. So sometimes we set some some tables and the the flags of La Fulana and people come there and ask okay what What's do you going do on? Yeah. Uh, and we give away um pochetos no me sale el nombre this ones pochetos oh yeah pamphletos that's right flyers flyers yeah and we have snacks we drink something and then oh, we have football. we play football ah cool uh, then we have a um, the picnic a love picnic Mm -hmm. uh, that's right uh, valentine's day we celebrate with with a picnic great mm -hmm. uh, and then well uh, pride that's right sí. um, yes uh, we have a uh, marchas a uh, protest yeah uh, um, the women's day um Memoria, uh, Memoria. Memory Day, mm -hmm. uh, which is in March. Both are, are in March. Mm -hmm. uh, so well, Mar March is very busy. You have the birthday of La Fulana. No, that's in special. September. Oh, that's in September. Ah, oh, okay, cool. Great. Uh, <laughs> but then we have Pride. Pride is wild. Pride yes. is crazy. I hope you come. And yeah, see. it's on Saturday, right? Yes. And I saw that you're marching on, on Instagram. So Yes, yes, yes we, we have a track. Yeah, oh, uh, fantastic. With a DJ. So we're going to play very nice music. Yes. Uh, yes, we're going to, to celebrate. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, it must be a lot of preparation. Oh, yes. And it's, it's only two days before. I was amazed that you had time to, yeah, well, to meet me. They arrived uh, on Monday. Yes. They were in Colombia. Uh, oh. They weren't given they weren't a talk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's why we couldn't meet last week because they were away. Were away. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So busy. <laughs> talks as well uh, about violence and uh, sexual diversity. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we do a few things. Yes. Yeah, which is amazing. I mean, there's so many things to cover. Yeah. when it comes to your experience and you know it's it's very diverse and there's so many things that can affect it and you know when you're talking about um discrimination uh, and gender-based disc discrimination um or based on sexual orientation of women do you do you think that there are any particular areas that affect people's perception towards women, women. Gay, gay women lesbian women that Sí, afecta la percepción en, de la gente en las mujeres lesbianas. 
si afecta nuestra percepción o la, no, la, 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 la percepción de la gente. Sí, de, de sociedad. De la gente a nosotras, digamos. A ver si entendí. Si nos afecta a vosotras la percepción que tienen de nosotras mismas. Claro. No, ¿qué percepción tienen ellos de nosotras? Si nos afecta eso. Y, sí. Sí. ¿Te acuerdas que el otro día fuimos a dar esa charla y lo primero que les ocurrió es que pensaron que éramos violentas, que no éramos de fiar? Y después medio que se convencieron que éramos buena gente. Ok, so we, we gave a talk uh, and they, we asked uh, what, what do they think of, of us? What was the first impression? And they said that we were violent and that we were not trustworthy. And yeah, it was... Wow. For example, they didn't think I was a lesbian because I looked like a straight person. Yeah. So, so well, how do, how does a straight person look like? I, I know mm -hmm. it's like the it's like we are very stereotyped. Yeah. Uh, and we have to break those stereotypes. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we... do you think that the do you think the stereotypes are less now than when you first joined La Fulana in 2001? Si los, eh, si crees que los estereotipos son diferentes ahora o que cambiaron desde que empezaste la fulana. Los estereotipos son los mismos. The stereotypes are the same, same. pero son menos fuertes. But less strong. Okay, yeah, so that's something yes. slightly better, but they're still... Digamos, hay un sector de personas que sigue pensando igual, pero hay otro montón que ya. It's like there's a, a group of, of people that still think the same, you know, mm -hmm. uh, but... I think younger generations yes. are a bit more open yeah. mm -hmm. and less like structured. Yeah, in the thinking, which is is great. It's hopeful for for the future. But yes, there's still always a small group of people. Yes, they that cling to old. Pardon. Lo que cambió también es la imagen que dan de nosotras, de nosotras los medios de comunicación, por ejemplo. Okay. Eso es muy importante. Social media changed the image of lesbian women as well. Yeah. If you think about it, at first, uh, in the 90s or 2000s, uh, movies or series or... Asesina. Uh, yes, we were killers or we, we committed suicide because, yeah. I mean, a lesbian couldn't you know, live a happy life. Yeah. Uh, so now it changed. There's a lot of, of visibility mm -hmm. and we we don't have those, we don't have that image anymore. Mm -hmm. Or you, you have more power over your own image than for other people to decide with social media, I guess. Yes, yes. and I think more people, sí. more, fa more famous people come out. To um, them. Yes. You know, yeah. They... And there was in the news yesterday that former Miss Argentina has married a Miss, I think, Miss Puerto Rico. <laughs> and they had a secret relationship for the past two years. Oh, really? And I they, didn't know. They came out yesterday um, oh. by, by showing that they got, got married, which oh. I thought was really beautiful, but also just very surprising because, like you say, you know, like you were saying earlier, you have gay marriage here, you have a gender recognition act. I saw as well that there was a, dis a law against discrimination, yes. um, which I think is fantastic because we don't, you know, that's that's a law that's always being discussed, being passed in European law that's very difficult to do. So okay. there's some very progressive laws in Argentina that would make you think that... Um, that these you wouldn't have to keep your relationship secret for two years and only come out when you get married. So, whilst it's great news, it was it was surprising. Yes, well, that's nice because you know many people need that. Mm -hmm. They see the news, they see, they watch TV. Uh, they need to to see that we still we are, we we exist. Mm -hmm. We are here. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, that's our main, you know, like phrase, like mm -hmm. uh, what you don't see doesn't exist. Yeah. So we are here, you see us, we exist. Yeah. 
That's fantastic. And do the women from the group of La Filana get to meet other women that come to the, the women's centre as well and mix together, or is it uh, kept fairly separate for people's identity? Las mujeres del CIM sí vienen también a La Filana. No, porque no, no todas son lesbianas. Algunas sí, otras no. Y aparte, si hacen, por ejemplo, ayuda psicológica, podemos dar trabajo. Right. Uh, we had a few women. But not all of the women that come here uh, asking for help are lesbian or bisexual. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, but some of them have uh, have come uh, to the group, but the group. it's, it's um, hardly ever. Mm -hmm. I guess it's difficult because if you're coming here because you're in a difficult situation, you may not want people to to know that you're you're here. You may want to be stay anonymous, so it can be hard to mix in 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 that way. That's right. Yeah. So you've you've got the march coming up on um, on Saturday, which is amazing. So it's I, my my friend said that it sounds like it's a very long day. That it starts at ten in the morning and it goes on till five yes. in the afternoon. <laughs> no, it's much longer than that. Much longer. Yes. Oh my gosh! <laughs> six o'clock at six o'clock in the morning. Uh, yes. We go to Plaza de Mayo. Yeah. Uh, we set the stands mm -hmm. for the feria. Yeah, and then we have to like dress up the the, the truck, yeah. which takes a long time. And then at eleven, uh, we have bands and the the reading of the speech, mm -hmm. uh, and and then we we march <laughs> to Congreso, and then there we have uh, uh, some more bands, mm -hmm. and that's I mean. We arrive there, La Fulana arrives there at seven, seven, eight, seven, eight, uh, and it's already full of people there. Yeah. We have to undress the, the truck and then we have to go to the stage uh, because some of our, our, our mates uh, read as well some, some speeches. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are security as well. Yeah. So, it's a very it's long huge. So day. how many of of your group are involved in, in managing it? We are eight. Only eight of you? We are eight. Wow, that's a small but, team. But, but we ask for help for uh, from the, the girls that come here on, on Fridays. Mm -hmm. I mean, we say, okay, if you want to come and give us a hand, help us. And they come. They, they have a good time as well. That's right. I mean, <laughs> the ones who who coordinate La Fulana are eight, but we are a much bigger. Yes, much bigger group. Yes, yes, yes. Luckily, yeah, because that's a long day. That's a really cool. Yes, but you know, the girls have fun and and help us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so the name La Fulana, where. Do you know where that came from and what the choice was behind why um, it was chosen for the group? ¿Qué significa o por qué lo eligieron? Okay. Lo eligió la fundadora, María Rashid. Sí. María Rashid, who found La Fulana, chose the name, which means... Porque significa persona indeterminada. Like a person who is not defined. Okay. I mean, in the article it said everyone, but that's not the correct, no. you know, translation. It's mm -hmm. like no, like undefined person. Okay. You cannot define that person. Eh, es, es persona, digamos, es una. Acá decimos fulano, sultano, cuando es alguien despectivo, despectivo, pero no en ese sentido, sino en el sentido de decir no, no sabemos muy bien qué es. Yes, it's <laughs> some, sometimes I think you you call like a Jane Doe. Mm -hmm. uh, like you don't know someone or yes like an unidentified person I think it's like American people like a missing person or a... yes yeah uh, so I think it's more of that like more of that okay because Google Translate was quite rude <laughs> yeah because it's, it can be it, to... it can be um, in a negative you can say la fulana in a negative way like this no one mm. uh, but not but she doesn't she didn't uh, choose the the name for that reason yeah uh, but for for the, the first one we said yeah all oh, right it's like um argot yes uh, no me sale en este momento la palabra en inglés <laughs> okay um, 
<laughs> let me let, let me look it up because I remember the word but I cannot porque yo las estas palabras ¿no? pero te elegimos dónde es esta palabra slang Slang. Oh, yes, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's like a slang it's term. Slang. Okay. Cool. And so it was. It was chosen to kind of uh, take ownership of of that word and and kind of say we're not nobodies and like so give giving visibility to these people that are can't be defined or yes. aren't seen. Is yes. That, would that be right in in saying? Que queríamos ser vistas como tomar eh, adueñarnos de esa palabra y ser ser yes and be seen yeah great and as a community as a whole the LGBT community in Buenos Aires or in Argentina do you think there are particular things at the moment particular themes um, that the community are focusing on in terms of gaining more freedom or more rights eh, yeah, definitely. Eh, si nos estamos enfocando la comunidad en general en, en algo que gane más visibilidad, yo creo que es las consignas de la marcha. Consignas de la marcha, totalmente. Sí. Yes, um, the, the main topics uh, for this Pride uh, mm -hmm. are the, you know, the, the common factor, mm -hmm. uh, la integral trans, uh -huh. uh, la anti-discriminatory. Eh, anti yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, you said we had one, but it's uh, outdated. Okay. So, so yeah. we need to update that law. Um, the inclusive language. Mm -hmm. um, and many more. Sí, sí. We have <coughs> quite a few, but those three are like the main mm -hmm. ones uh, for this Pride Parade. Fantastic. That's really great. And um, so you're saying, so the, the topic of, of rights and more protections for trans people is, is something that's talked about widely, I think, globally at the moment. Um, currently in the UK, um, our government are trying to remove protections for trans people from our um, Equalities Act, which is a, an act that's supposed to protect people of all sort of characteristics so it can it covers sexuality and gender but it also covers race and religion and um women carrying children um and they're trying to remove the the rights of, of trans people there so well that's awful yeah it's 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 shocking to be honest um and it's kind of distracting from all of our real problems in Yeah. In the country, I mean, it happens. I think it's happening everywhere with conservative um, governments. For example, in the United States, with the abortion law. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, we ha we we have that law since 2020, 2020 or 21. Well, it, it's very know. recent. Yeah, really recent. But. Sorry. I think it's 2020 because uh, I mean the the struggle the, the fighting has been a, a long one mm. but uh, yeah I mean the fighting never ends because we have it now but look what happens in the United States yeah. yes uh, so it's like a constant thing I mean we have it but we have to protect it yeah we have to still you know keep an eye on it yeah uh, like you know trans trans people. Mm -hmm. uh, The, the community, the LGBT community, yeah. and women, yeah, uh, because I women are always the the more affected, yeah, the most marginalized, the most, yes. yeah, for sure, and and that's another reason why it's so important for us to be able to continue coming together and and meet people of different age ages, you know, a young person to meet an older person because an older person will remember the rights that they didn't have and this person can remember you know that's how fragile it is and so hopefully we can continue to fight and another reason why it's important to have pride because yes. we're reminded of everything we've we've defied but also that we need to continue and that it can be taken away so easily yes that's right yeah it's it's scary it's a scary thought yeah isn't it 
Uh, that that's why I, it's nice to have a organizations and people who, who care mm -hmm. for this um well the fulana who is 24 years yeah <laughs> yeah yeah which and so for each of you individually this, this is a question to each of you what's your favorite thing about being a part of la fulana and why is it important to you uh she likes the political part yes. of La Fulana. Yeah. Like being yeah. there. Um, yeah. Protesta. Yes. Protest. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, I love the group. Um, since I came in 2019, I felt comfortable. That's why I kept coming. Uh, and it helped me uh, with my acceptance, self-acceptance. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was a, a, an year work for me and then to be able to show it to everyone else because being in La Fulana, I mean, you have to, to be public because you're out there on the streets, mm -hmm. right? And you have to to fight uh, for those who cannot um, or who, who are afraid to, afraid to be out there and and fight for, for the ones who can't. He can't, yeah. So it was uh, like a push for me. So like, I'm here, I'm a lesbian. <laughs> In case you didn't know. Uh, so that's that's my favorite part of being in La Fulana. Amazing, yeah. And it's, and it's, it's true because unfortunately there are people who aren't safe enough to to be able to publicly come out. So hopefully you can give them some kind of courage or comfort to see yes. that it is possible. Yes, besides no one, I mean, not everyone has the same options. Mm -hmm. I mean, my family was quite understanding, uh, even though I didn't tell of them, mm -hmm. but I guess they assume that. Yeah. Uh, so some families are not, are not the same. So it's, it's nice to have a group who can support and, you know, have friends and share stories. Uh, some, some of the, the girls are going through that. So it's nice for them to see that not everything is bad. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being bisexual or lesbian or any other sexual orientation. Yeah, for sure. And um, do you think, um, so you say you have people come from, you know, far and quite far away. Do you think it's, um, do you think the perception of um, our community is different in more rural places than to cities? Si en otras ciudades donde rurales rurales es diferente la, la visión que tienen de, de LGBT. Y yo creo que sí. Y yeah. más cerca de la capital, diferente. The closer sí. you are to capital, eh, it's like more open-minded. Mm -hmm. But like if you are if you go like seven hours away or six hours away from here, it, people are close-minded. Mm -hmm. So that's why you hear stories of. Uh, kids that come to uh, Capital Federal uh, to be themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, I think it's the same in a lot of places. I think, you know, I'm, I grew up in a smaller town, even though there was a, a small scene for the LGBT community. Um, I still felt more, I, I always knew I would go to London um, because it is, you know, such a massive city with so many different people that I do think it does feel easier. So I understand that for sure. And do you, do you think that, because obviously um, Argentina comes from a kind of Catholic background, do you think that religion also can play a part in people's perception of the community? <laughs> yes, definitely. Yes. Uh, Not only Catholic. Not only Catholic. Uh-huh. Yes, they are more close-minded mm -hmm. than Catholic. Yes. But yes, uh, I come from a very Catholic uh, family. Mm -hmm. So I went to church quite often when I was a child. So it was really hard for me to accept that I was <clears throat> a lesbian. Like the first place I, I thought of going to when, when I realized that uh, it was church. And then... I heard all the the hateful speech uh, speeches that 
in there and I was like, no, this is not my place. Yeah. It was quite disappointing. Yeah. Really disappointing. Like it, it, hurt, it hurt me very, very much because um, my grandma is very religious mm-hmm. and I love her mm-hmm. very much, but that's not my place anymore. Mi hermana es absolutamente católica practicante. Her sister is very Catholic. Mm-hmm. Pero no tenemos, no, no hay problema en eso. Ah, okay. But there's no struggle. No struggle, no, which is, is fantastic. It's oh. great when someone can retain their faith, but also separate that from other parts of people's identity. And, and it's really important. And I, I, I think it's, uh, it's hopefully in a lot of senses moving more towards that way i've i've seen more groups say um um islamic lgbt groups and other um church christian church groups um with lgbt sectors but obviously yeah there's still always going to be and or at least the institutions themselves that's right i'm a believer but no i don't believe in this institution yeah mm-hmm. uh, i quit I mean, kids nowadays, I mean, I'm a teacher, so they, they can tell the difference. They can tell apart the, the institution from the, their beliefs. So Yeah, which is fantastic. Hay iglesias en comunidades religiosas que son más abiertos hacia nuestra comunidad. Mm. I, I mean, Entonces, they're... they're... <laughs> uh, she's not a believer, but <laughs> there are uh, church uh, places, uh, churches. Yeah. that um, are more open yeah. towards the yes. community. Yeah, which is is so important because it can be such a struggle for somebody who's grown up to be religious, as you were saying, you know, yes. you've, how the, the shame that you felt. So to be able to have both is, you know, because it's really a philosophy. It's not, you know, a rule. So when de los lugares, por eso vamos hacia otros lugares, por eso tenemos redes, incluso con gente que con cual por ahí no tenemos puntos, pero por ejemplo las iglesias, hemos hecho trabajos con ellos, o las, o las la policía, mm. ese tipo de cosas que son por ahí, pero hay que relacionarse y tejer redes. ¿no? La fulana goes to different places, eh, for example, more conservative places, mm-hmm. eh, so they can, you know, see that, okay, we're here, eh, even, eh, Police, the police, the police, the police, the police, we give talks or mm-hmm. uh, workshops mm-hmm. uh, so they can be more open minded, they can, you know. Mm-hmm. Great. So you're working with institutions mm-hmm. as well to yes. help them yes, yes. Yes, yes. kind of learn more about That's our why community they, and... they went to, to different places. Yes. Also. Yes. Sí. <laughs> can you name any? Uh, Came in Uruguay. They talked with the police. Yes, con la policía. ¿Cómo se llama? Comunitaria. The comunitaria. Okay, the community police. Que son los que tienen más cercanía con las personas. Okay, they are more in touch with people. Great. They work more closely with yeah with the community. Okay. Religious schools, which is very needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure, because there's so much that you're fed when you are younger about religion mm-hmm. that it That's can be right. very hard to That's right. <laughs> kind of break that down. So yes. it's really important to be able to have that. You're not allowed to, to talk about those yeah. subjects. Yeah. But uh, AC, uh, sexual, mm-hmm. sexual um, education, mm-hmm. uh, is mandatory here. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's a law. Yeah. And you have to, uh, I mean, <laughs> it's a law, but, you know, some people break laws. So yeah. it's like we were talking about earlier. You have to protect that. And, well, some people don't do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can claim, you know, we can fight for it. Yeah. Sure. It's legal. You have to do it. <laughs> and so, so you're so you're a teacher as well. So, what what's it like teaching in Argentina? Do you teach teach a particular subject or English? English. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I have 
very open-minded students. Uh, some of them are not that close, uh, that open-minded. For example, I used uh, inclusive language yesterday, and one of them was like, no, no, it's uh, chicas y chicos, no es chiques. Ah, uh, there's no uh, in-between for them. That is not in-between. And I, I was like, no, there is in-between. No, porque... And he was like giving me scientific facts. Like, right. science is women and men. And I was like, no, there is intersex people. Mm -hmm. They they are born... They are not biologically, strictly women or men. They are in-between. Mm -hmm. So you want scientific facts? Well, there you have one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Good teaching. <laughs> I mean, I cannot be mad at them because they bring those things from their homes. Yeah. Uh, but well, my job is to teach, and I'll give them the the arguments. I'll, I'll give them the the reasons. Mm -hmm. Um. But well, I mean, it's on them if they choose to, you know, keep it and okay, reflect on it or okay, no. Yeah. This is not for me. <laughs> it's it's fantastic though that it's accepted and safe to do that for teachers in school here. I've obviously you've seen in America that that is a big point um, in politically at the moment about whether you should be able to teach or discuss about anything about the LGBT community at all. And it's also something that um, is discussed a lot in the UK as well. You often have people protesting outside schools um, because they don't want their kids being taught about gender or um, sexuality. Um, so I think it's, it's fantastic that you can do that here without. Yes, but it's not of... that easy though, you yeah. know? Eh, no es tan fácil. Yeah. Eh, bastante. It happens quite a lot in here as well. Yeah. Eh, some, some parents are very, uh, close minded. They are narrow minded. Yeah. They, they don't want their kids to, to learn, but you know, it's, it's a law. Yeah. Mm -hmm. eh, we're not teaching anything. I don't know. I we don't want to. Uh, I don't know. Teach them things out of like pervert them yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know? and that's the thing. That's that tends to be the perception. But the thing is, is that we, whether we have this education or not, we always come to that point as LGBT people where we realize it ourselves. But if we can know about it sooner and have it normalized in our minds, then it just makes it a much healthier process yes. for us as we grow that's up. Right. And that's all you're trying to do. Luckily, we have social media, which sometimes can be negative. Mm -hmm. But for example, today I started in a new school and I was asking for the names. And one of the, the kids uh, said, Lucas. And when I saw... This person, I thought it was a, she was a girl, mm -hmm. but she said, I'm Lucas. And I, okay, you're Lucas. Then in first grade, I have um, a kid uh, whose name is a boy's name. Mm -hmm. And then the other day I was like, okay, you have to write your name here. What's your name? And he said, uh, I'm a Princess Azul. I'm Princess Blue. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's a long name. <laughs> <laughs> But, well, uh, her, uh, his or her parents, uh, I don't know yet, yeah. uh, don't accept this. Uh, so it's quite touchy, you know. Yeah. It's, it's like, okay, do I let this kid uh, write this name? Or it's hard sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it is a really, really hard But it's good to let to them approach, know that but... this is a safe place yeah. for you, you know. Yeah. The, the teacher won't say anything. Yeah. I won't judge you. It's super important because, uh, you know, it might be that children don't feel as safe at home, so they need to have somewhere where they can feel feel safe. And it's the same here. That's what La Filana are doing for all of, all of the women that come here as well. So that's fantastic. So what, looking at the future for La Filana, is there anything that you would love to do with the group? ¿Qué vemos para el futuro de La Filana? Yo creo que vamos a seguir existiendo siempre porque va, <coughs> si no es por una lucha es por la otra y si no, y si no es lucha, digamos eh, que el placer en juntarse también. We are going to keep on existing, that's for sure, because, <laughs> it, I mean, whether there, there is uh, a fight to give about 
hello or something mm-hmm. uh, there is the, the the enjoyment of these groups you know to to gather and enjoy talking and having a drink mm-hmm. uh, sharing experiences mm-hmm. so that's that's la fulana basically yeah and it's and for you the same the same thing or yes 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 great fantastic <laughs> I think it's a lovely way to to end it. So, I, well, I hope you have a fantastic pride, and I hope I'll try and find you as well. I'll be I'll be here this weekend, so I will look for your truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll look for your truck. We can celebrate and protest together. Yes, we're going okay. to be like the first three, like in the beginning of the in the beginning of it. Yes. So, if you want to come and say hi, yeah, for sure, <laughs> sure. Okay, yeah. we hope to. I mean. I hope you enjoy it and have a good time there. As well. Oh yeah, for sure. I think the weather's looking nice. That always helps. And... It's usually very nice during durante la marcha es el clima. It's very nice, it's hot. Yeah. So you need to Yeah, I, I need a lot of sun factor. That's for sure. <laughs> I'll be bright red and fine. Yes. Cool. So I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Flana and Claudia at La Fulana. I had a really nice time meeting them and I did, I looked out for them at Pride afterwards. I saw the La Fulana float and got a picture of it, but I couldn't see them on it or around it at the time. I don't know if maybe they were on the other side of it to the side of the street that I was on. But yeah, it was a great day and I was really glad that I got to meet an amazing group that were involved in the Pride and have been involved in so much in Argentina over the years. Um, One of the things I really liked was meeting two people from different generations that have met through this group because of their shared values. You know, I think there is a lot of division even within our community itself over age. Um, So it's really heartwarming to be reminded that actually we have a lot more in common than we don't. And um, it's always interesting hearing about the contrast between what's written into law in a country and then what life is really like for people on the ground. Uh, Because, you know, sometimes the the experience and the legislation doesn't always correlate. I think more often than not, it doesn't. And um, I think sometimes it's quite hard for, uh, for people to want to do well, but then be met with a bit of resistance um in in the real world unfortunately but yeah places like la fulana exist because the fight in real life continues and we always need to continue advocating for that so i'm really happy that places like la fulana do exist and uh long may they wherever they are in the world all the la fulanas in the world yeah thanks so much for listening Thank you so much for listening to Queer World Podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed creating it. Don't forget you can subscribe wherever you listen to Queer World Podcast. And don't forget as well that you can keep in touch with me on Instagram at Queer World Podcast or via email queerworldpodcast at gmail.com. Before I go, I just want to thank my good friend Tom Pitts for providing the music to the episode. You can find him on Spotify and you can also find him on Instagram under the name of Auld, A-U-L-D. Go and check him out. His stuff is absolutely amazing. But until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and I will see you soon.